Live from our studios in the nation's capital, your most reliable source for news, national, regional, and the rest of the world. Welcome to Kyrie FM's Major News. Here's your presenter. Good evening. In the headlines, a woman dies in a house fire at Goodwill. Over 200 uh, Rosso South students equipped with laptops for online classes. American woman pleads guilty to sham marriage to Jamaican man. And Australia won't welcome foreign tourists until at least 2022. The details of these and other stories have the word from our sponsors. Do you listen to Kyrie? Download the Kyrie FM Android app on Google Play Store for 24-7 radio on the go. Visit our website at www.kyriefm.com and stay connected with all your favorite programs. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and never miss a beat on your genuine sound. Kyrie FM. Welcome back to all our listeners who are tuned in via Variety Radio in Antigua, Barbuda and Flow Television, Channel 119 in St. Lucia. Now for the details. Efforts by Goodwill residents to rescue a woman in a burning house on Monday morning were unsuccessful as she succumbed to the fire. Deputy Fire Chief Wayne later told Kyrie News a burnt body was found at the house when fire officers responded to a structure that was on fire at Griffin Lane on Monday morning at about 3 a.m. Fire and ambulance services can confirm that on Monday, 4th October 2021, at approximately 3 a.m., crews from the Roseau Fire Station responded to a structure fire at Griffin Lane in Goodwill. The fire involved a residential building measuring approximately 25 feet by 24 feet and occupied by one person. The building sustained significant damage as a result of the blaze, before the fire was brought under control and subsequently extinguished. Subsequent to firefighting, the lifeless body of an adult human was recovered. Investigations are ongoing into the identification of the person, circumstances to the, leading to the death, and also circumstances leading to the outbreak of that fire. We would like to extend condolences to the family of the deceased. Later, in response to our query whether the house had electricity indicated it did not, he said uh, some people had attempted to enter the house even before. The information that we got is that they were not sure if the person residing in the building was in. And also what we got from persons on the scene were that they attempted to enter the building, but the blaze was too intense, so they couldn't. They had to unlock the doors to enter but they couldn't so but subsequent to firefighting we found the lifeless body of an individual we have an idea of who the person is but we have to confirm and that has to be done for medical autopsy and otherwise but the police are involved in the investigation and i think they from the investigator said that the body was transported to the morgue where investigation would continue and based on information that, that we received is that there's a possibility it may be because of a lighted candle. 
So that is being verified at the moment. Deputy Fire Chief Wayne Later. Self-defense and charging offenders were among areas forest officers were trained in earlier this year. Assistant Forest Officer responsible for environmental education, Janelle Brisbane, says although they have the power to make arrests, having the resources to do so has to be addressed. Her comments uh, come in light of a call by Chairman of the Whitey Kobody Advocates for a Viable Environment, Reverend Father Franklin Coffey, to empower forest officers to enforce environmental conservation laws. Brisbane says, according to the law, they can actually make arrests. Every conservation officer under forestry is protected by the Forestry and Wildlife Act of 1976. And it gives us the the authority to essentially act as police officers when it comes to natural resource management. So we do have the power of arrest. We are able to charge people um, in regards to that, the laws governing our natural resources. As Father Coffey rightfully said, it, it is a matter of empowering. Brisbane says they are a step closer to being empowered with recent training by the police force. However, she added that the safety of forest officers has to be considered when confronting those who break the forestry and wildlife laws. So earlier this year, we had a training session with the Dominica Police Force in, in training in self-defense, in, in court conduct, how to approach persons and how to to charge them with with particular offenses so it is going to take a a certain amount of training Um, but I think our issue is the equipment and, and the capacity to take that enforcement into our own hands because when you have one or two forest officers in the middle of the bush you know and you have people that you're trying to charge you know how how do you handle that situation when we are not equipped like police officers so I, I think that's one of our main issues is, is the safety of the officers in these situations. Um, that mm. has to come first, but also the, the capacity to see that offense through to the end, to the court system. Janelle Brisbane. The plight of over 200 students in the Rosal South constituency has been addressed to enhance their learning away from the classroom due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The donation comes from the parliamentary representative for the Roseau South constituency, Shikira Lockhart Hippolyte. She says she wanted to ensure that students without devices were ready for learning in or out of the classroom. We have also assisted our children um, in getting their textbooks. I, I think we have spent well over $60,000 in purchasing textbooks um, for our children. Um, We have also given over 330 um, children uniforms and shoes. Um, Though there will be online or learning at home, but when we get back to some form of normalcy and when face-to-face classes resume, our children will be able to return to school with their, their uniform and shoes. So we have assisted... Um, parents tremendously in that regard in getting the children ready um, for school. We are not going to allow COVID-19 to paralyze us, but um, I want to urge my people in the Rosal South constituency to get vaccinated because vaccination helps.
Parliamentary representative for the Russell South constituency, Shakira Lokat Hipoli. She says amidst uh, these very challenging times, the government will continue its efforts at helping to put food on the table of Dominicans. Her comments on the heels of the vast amount of work the National Employment Programme staff has done in the Russell South constituency under the NEP programme. According to her, her NEP teams form an integral part of the upkeep of the environment and their efforts must be commended. Telecommunications Minister Senator Oscar George says while the current arrangement for online learning may not yet be perfect, it is the most practical option for learning at this time. He says the Ministry of Education has the experience to deliver education in such a modality and highlights that government continues to put a number of measures in place to alleviate any hiccups, including giving students access to devices. You know, one of the high points for us is that the Ministry of Education has the experience in implementing such online modalities. You know, since such a modality was implemented in the last academic year. However, there's no doubt that, you know, there will be some challenges. You know, we expect there to be anxieties, um, which of course are no different from any other country where online learning is being implemented. But the fact of the matter is, you know, government has the responsibility to evaluate the risk of exposure to COVID-19 and implement measures to minimize that risk. So the current arrangement may not be perfect. However, it is warranted. And there are clear directives in place by the Ministry of Education to overcome um, any potential challenges. You know, government has consistently provided thousands of devices to students in recent months to facilitate online activities in this new year. And this is an ongoing process that will continue in the upcoming periods. You know, bear in mind that these devices must be procured from outside of Dominica so in certain instances, there will be some written periods. Mr. George says his ministry is also working with the service regulator and the service providers to ensure that the quality of internet service provided is optimal. Communication regulator, which is essentially the arm of government responsible for ensuring universal access, has delivered in a big way to address the gaps in connectivity over the last year. I can speak to over half a million dollars being spent to subsidize the cost um, to introduce internet in several communities in Dominica. Communities that had no internet since the advent of Hurricane Maria. You know, the NTRC has also provided a number of desktop computers, you know, laptops, you know, developed community Wi-Fi networks, and in some instances even provided support um, towards building the capacity in managing these networks. So, lots of work has been done. However, lots more have to be done, particularly by the service providers, um, to ensure that every single locality and every single Dominican has access to quality um, connectivity and, importantly, are able to afford the service. Dominica's Telecommunications Minister, Senator Oscar George. Alternate power sources and additional equipment are needed to get the Kalinago territory fully covered with reliable wireless internet service. 
coordinator of the Kalinago Network Project, Samosa John, says about 65% of the Kalinago territory has internet access, except Sinico and Bataka. So far, we've covered around, I would say, close to 65% of the KT. That is not to include Sineku and Badaka. We have most of Sensi covered, Godot River, part of Maho River. We have part of Salibia covered, part of Cribbish River covered, Point, part of Point is covered, most of Point actually. Um, yeah, we have nothing in Badaka yet. Mr. John explained that limited connectivity is a challenge, while some areas require an alternate power source. You're listening to Kyrie FM's Major News. The current challenges posed by the COVID-19 pandemic have brought a renewed sense of the importance of teachers who are on the front lines of the education system, ensuring that the teaching and learning continues. So indicated the Minister of Education, Octavia Alfred, who on the occasion of World Teachers Day today, October 5, lauded the efforts of teachers who continue to adopt various strategies to reach every student. Today's observance takes on special significance when we consider the increased challenges faced by our teachers as they provide new and creative learning experiences for our children. Teachers have always played an important role in our country's social and economic development through the provision of education that enhances lives and empowers citizens to build successful lives. Due to the COVID-19 pandemic, which has made face-to-face teaching and learning impossible, our teachers have taken on an even greater task of ensuring that our children continue to learn, to thrive, and to grow. Like our frontline health workers, our teachers are in the front line of education and have been forced to review approaches to instructions and adopt new strategies to reach various groups of students with differing learning styles. Over the past two years, teachers have had to adopt flexible and dynamic classroom practices that will allow our children every advantage in this advanced and changing world. Our teachers are the focal point of this new reality as we work to secure increases in achievement levels of students, improve the quality of the teaching and learning in schools, and bluster the effectiveness of teachers. We thank our teachers for the effort they are making to ensure learning continues for our students. We thank all those who have been vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. I see this as your contribution to ensuring that we return to -to face-to-face instruction. And I encourage all teachers to get vaccinated for your safety and for the safety of your students. Minister for Education, Octavia Alfred. American Audrey Johnson has pleaded guilty to participating in a sham marriage with a Jamaican man in the New Haven Federal Court in New York City. Johnson pleaded guilty on Friday to conspiracy to commit immigration marriage fraud. She expected to be sentenced on January 4, 2022, at which time she faces a maximum term of imprisonment of five years. The Jamaican man, Shannon Stevenson, previously pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit immigration marriage fraud and is to be sentenced later this year. 
Foreign tourists won't be welcomed back to Australia until at least the next year. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison made the announcement Tuesday as he outlined the plans for lifting some of the toughest and the longest COVID-19 travel restrictions imposed by any democracy. Australia will instead prioritize the, the return of skilled migrants and students after it hits Prime Minister Morrison's benchmark for reopening its external borders. Connected and entertained on the go. Don't stress about Wi-Fi access. Just enjoy more movies on Playgo, more sports on Sportsmax, more radio on Go Loud, and more music on DMusic. No surprise charges, only entertainment. Get a one-day Prime Starter data plan for only $3 in the My Digicel app. Digicel, better together. You looking for good eggs? I mean quality fresh eggs straight from the farm? Well, we have exactly what you're looking for, no matter the quantity. We've got the right amount. Visit us at Prince City Downstairs Kyrie FM on Independence Street for your fresh farm eggs or call telephone 448-7331, 448-7330 or 448-8752 and we'll get you your fresh farm eggs. It is not a close line Kumiti Haru Shishi. It is not the line your grandmother used to hang her Christmas cards. It is not an ordinary line. The maniku had no chance. The car was stood right on line. I'm talking about power. The Domlek high voltage power line. So, Domlek Blitz will change as you rebuild the primaria. Power they stay away. Especially my business owners. If you need to do construction close to the lines, inform me Domlek Avan. Mumbikas heavy crane, bucket trucks, heavy duty, overhead equipment. Call Domlek first. 255 High voltage line? That is deadly business. Angela and the IPO2. Whether it's your telephone line, DBC line. Let where my week I drive and buy on Kipanshi. She's squeezing his old knee. If I got pictures. Download our app on Google Play Store and catch Carry FM on the go 24 hours a day. Missed any one of our newest packages or favorite radio shows? Then check out our podcast available on our website at www.carryfm.com. Like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all updates as it happens. We remain committed to serving you the best news, music, and entertainment right here on your genuine sound, Kyrie FM. Kyrie FM.